Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's such a pleasure to be here as always with you all today. Today, as I record this episode, I am now in Byron Bay. I would like to acknowledge and pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging, and the ongoing traditional custodians of this land, the Arakwal people of the Bunjalong Nation. I am just feeling so, so, so wonderful being here in this beautiful place this beautiful part of planet Earth. Byron Bay is gorgeous. It attracts people for a reason. It's definitely got those barley vibes, those healing vibes, those chill out vibes, those let's leave all our problems and let's just come here and relax and have some space and heal and be inspired and come back to the body and nourish your soul and eat healthy, delicious food and enjoy lots of conscious entrepreneurship with lots Lots of local places just serving every single need or want that you might have. It really is a really beautiful, creative and inspiring hub to be in. And of course, the perfect place for my inner voice to take me to. So today's episode is really just a follow up from our last episode, which was all about why I've decided to travel without my partner and follow my inner voice, which has led me here to Byron Bay and what's happened since then. And in hindsight, some of the lessons that I've learned through this journey. So it's not going to be about business, but as always, we can associate everything that's going on in our life as a whole. We can bring those lessons into our business because how we do business is how we do life and vice versa. Now, before I dive into my updates, I also just want to say a really, 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 really big thank you from the bottom of my heart to all of you, uh, particularly to those of you who reached out and just said, you know, hey, I completely understand what you're going through, or you were just sending me your support, or maybe just energetically you listening here to the podcast, you have been sending me some beautiful love and support support as I navigated this life uh, transition, which to my mind, even though on the outside, it doesn't seem like such a huge thing, felt really, really big for me. I felt just so, so lucky and so grateful and just deeply appreciative of the community that I have created around me, right? Just by showing up and sharing my journey and my story and being honest with you all. And the amount of connection that I've had with so many of you since my last episode really has just shown to me how important it is to share these things, right? So of course, and as someone sent me a beautiful message to say, you know, they love all my business support. It's amazing, but they also love the way that I show up in my life and what I share about what's happening in my life and how much they get from that too. And so I just wanted to share this with you all because when it comes to our businesses, sometimes we feel like we really need to focus on, you know, the way we're educating our community, the way we're supporting our community, but we forget that the biggest way we educate and support is through our own story and through our own journey. And just being able to relate to to each other as real human beings and, you know, cutting all of 
of the BS going to that beautiful human soul level and just talking as a real person is the best way that we can support each other. So I just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge that. And again, just to say thank you for everyone reaching out because on these podcasts and in business, it can be a lonely ride. We we all know that as entrepreneurs. and But those people who reach out just to say something, even if it is just to give a like or, or a love heart or whatever it is, is a way of just saying, hey, I see you. And so I want to say that I see all of you. And I really, really thank you for listening to the podcast, for being a part of this community, and uh, and just for the path that you're walking as well, because clearly we are resonating at a deep level. And that's why you're here. And that's why I'm here. So even though we might not be connected in person and giving each other a big hug, we're definitely connected on a level that is just as deep. And I, I love this. This is what I've really learned about traveling the world. I've never seen myself as disconnected from the people around me when I go to a new place. I don't really understand that actually. In fact, it's been something I've really struggled with because some people kind of like cut you off energetically once you leave, right? It's like you don't exist anymore. And that's the thing that our mind does to protect ourselves, of course. But I always feel like when I'm when I'm friends with someone or if I've made a connection with someone, like I am a lifer. I'm there for life. And if you haven't spoken to me in a long time and then you just pop up, I'm totally cool about that too. I There's so much freedom in the way that I view relationships. That's what I've realized recently. It is a very liberating way to live. And I think it's so beautiful because it means that we have all of these connections all over the entire world and people are free to live their life. And at that perfect aligned moment that they come back in and, you know, get in touch or you meet up and there's all this beautiful flow around it, that's the time to be connected with that person. But I never ever energetically close myself off to someone um, just because they're not physically in the same city or country as me. And I think that a lot of us do like do do that we we think because because let's face it globalization is pretty pretty new concept um our our minds have been conditioned not to think in this way right so I would love to encourage all of you to really open up to the connections that you do have with people across the world, even if you don't see each other and even if you're just popping into each other's orbit every now and then, because it's not about the amount of time that you spend with someone and it's not about how long someone's in your life that makes for a great relationship or friendship. It is about the quality of each connection. And if you meet people who you have that soul connection with, with and you're present and you understand each other, even if it's passing a stranger and just having that glimpse, that moment where you look each other in the eyes and you just feel each other. That is what we're all here for. That's beautiful. Some of us don't experience that in our closest relationships. And so, yeah, I just love to encourage to really stay open to all the ways that that deep connection shows up in your life. And I'm sure that that will help you to nourish our our desire for intimacy and connection that we all have. So now going back in time to just before I took off to go to Byron Bay, which is only a one hour flight from Sydney, but felt like a really big moment for me because it was the moment that I decided to follow where my inner voice was 
asking me to go, which was to go to Byron Bay, which I didn't really understand why. Of course, Byron Bay is cool, but I didn't really, like last time I was here, I thought, well, I don't think I could live here. And so I'd sort of like crossed it off my list. But for some reason, my inner voice was saying yes to traveling and yes to going to Byron Bay. And I felt immense guilt and fear at doing that on my own without my partner, Lou because he has a job in Sydney, as I mentioned and explained all the details of in my last episode. Basically, he is tied to Sydney and he's really enjoying his life in Sydney. He's working in a job that he absolutely adores. And I'm just so proud of how he's uh, been more and more aligned with his purpose as it relates to his career. And so I really want to support that, of course. And at the same time, here I am never, ever intending to stay in Sydney And then feeling like I was trapped here as a result of the coronavirus, which I'm sure so many of you can relate to. And then just continuing to have this deep, 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 deep yearning to move, to travel and feeling really guilty about that, feeling kind of entitled and thinking like, like, the my desire to travel felt really entitled to me. So I was judging myself and wondering why I can't just be happy in my hometown with all my family and old friends and my partner and a beautiful home and an amazing flow in my business and all of these incredible things happening, like literally all of the things that I've wanted have happened and are continuing to happen and they're more real than they've ever been. But still, I was feeling unsettled and starting to not feel inspired. And I mean, inspiration comes and goes, it goes in cycles. And so I'm so used to that and more and more and more and more every day become more trusting with the fact that when I'm not inspired, inspiration will come back and that's just some time for me to take some space and rest. However, this felt deeper and my inspiration, the inspired action was to travel, to move, to travel on my own, to leave Lou in Sydney and for me to travel. And to my mind, it was like, why would we do that? Why would we set up two households and pay for two households? And why would we not walk that path together when we love spending time with each other? Why on earth would I do that? And why would I go to buy Byron Bay when that hasn't been a place that I had felt before like I really wanted to be in. Anyway, after my inner voice session, after many inner voice sessions with myself and one with an inner voice facilitator and um, a tarot reading and lots of signs, I knew that I needed to take this step. So even though I'd made that decision and I had all of these signs and all of this flow as I took you all through in the last episode, which if you haven't listened to it, I recommend just going back and listening because it's quite interesting. And I think um, just everybody took away something from that episode, whether it was the same things or whether it was something different. It was just kind of jam-packed with lots of humanness and mindness and Yeah, so I highly recommend giving that a listen. Anyway, so I was still feeling really, really afraid in the lead up to leaving uh, as I was getting ready, packing my stuff and preparing to go to the airport and then going to the airport. I felt really, really guilty. I felt like I was doing something wrong. I was letting down my family. Uh, I was letting down Lou. I was letting down just anyone and everyone I could think of. And then I felt a lot of fear as well because 
because of this um, this programming I have conditioned myself with deep within my subconscious mind around travel being something that's really scary when I do it on my own. So I was feeling all the feels and I even went to an, an appointment with my doctor the morning of my um, plan, uh, the morning of my flight. And this is my holistic doctor because everyone I see <laughs> is a holistic practitioner of some kind. And so I went there to talk about just an update on how my gut health was going. This is something she's been helping me with and just getting an update generally on um, my health and blood work. And as we were in that session, she asked me, have you been stressed lately? And I just started bawling my eyes. I started crying, like sobbing, uncontrollable, just because she'd asked the question, right? Which is why, as I think about this, as I as I think and speak aloud, asking questions of the people around us, like this is why it's so important, right? Because I was sitting there for 40 minutes having a normal conversation and answering the questions and I wasn't thinking about everything that was going on. I was present in that session. But as soon as she asked that question, the right question, you know, are you okay, pretty much, the, uh, you know, ask me about stress, I was then able to tap back into, I am really stressed and all of the emotion that was coming up around that. So I had this big release and it was so beautiful because she was able to offer some support to me and just really hear what was going on for me in a non-judgmental way, of course. And uh, because I felt so guilty about traveling, I also felt really unjustified in my fear around traveling. It was like, well, why don't you just not travel then? Like, why are you doing that? And why are you afraid of traveling anyway? You know, all of the things our mind likes to do, all of the questioning. So I was really, really stressed in the lead up and, uh, and just really, really in my mind, feeling a lot of fear throughout my entire body. However, I know that this is how I feel when I travel. I know that this is exactly what's going to happen as soon as you make the decision to step in the unknown. It's going to come from this really elated place. You're going to feel like, yes, this is absolutely what I need to do. You're going to feel super duper clear. And then right before or just as you take the step, the step that feels like this is like me actually walking the path, as soon as you do that, so it's never the talking about it, right? Like, I think this is actually so great for business. Um, when I started my business, something that I had to do was I, I, I told myself I wouldn't talk about my business to anyone else. I wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't say that I was going to create a business. I wasn't allowed to talk about it until I actually did it. And the reason for that is I wanted to start a business for like a year and I kept talking about it. And then I kept getting this kick as if I was starting a business without actually ever starting it. So I realized, okay, a way to get me to start would be to agree not to talk about it and to only talk about it once I'd actually started. And that ended up being a really significant thing that I did um, to start my business. And so this is the same thing that's happening here, right? We can talk and talk and talk and talk about the amazing decision we've made and how we're going to up-level our life or how we're going to up-level our business. But unless and until you take that step and allow yourself to take the step, even when you feel the fear, 
You're not actually ever going to take the step, right? So we have to be prepared that fear is inevitable and that the fear will come up. And what are you going to do when the fear comes up? You know, before your next launch, fear is inevitable, right? You're going to, right now, when you're in the inspired idea phase and you're creating the, the course or the program, yeah, that feels really exciting. And you're like, this is amazing. This is exactly what I need to do. But let's just be honest, as soon as you go to actually launch the thing, as soon as you go to share it with your community, as soon as you go to sell in any way, market it, you're going to feel afraid and you're going to second guess your decision and your mind is going to come in with all of its fear and all of its wild stories about all the reasons why you shouldn't move forward. And it's going to feel really, really convincing in the moment. Your body's going to be full of fear. You're going to feel sick. You're going to feel like, I just don't know what to do. You're going to second guess and try to re-decide and do all of the same uh, decision-making process that you've already put yourself through, except this time you're going to do it from your fear mind, from that mind that is still in the past, right? To Not in the present, it's in the past or it's worried about the future and the unknown. And you have a choice in that moment. You have a choice to continue to see it through. Why did I make this decision? Why was I being led here? And so I find in these moments, just being honest really, really honest that this is how you're feeling, feeling and processing the emotion as it comes up. Like I did crying in the doctor's office and not judging myself for doing that or trying to hold it back, allowing yourself to be a bit up and down um, in the way that you're feeling and in maybe in the way that you're interacting around people, allowing space for all of that and still continuing to get on the flight (laughs) and still continuing to take that step forward. And as you do that, you're feeling all of this, you're acknowledging what's there, and but you're deciding from a place of curiosity. This is, curiosity is such a powerful emotion. I've got to say for so many things, it's powerful when you're trying to figure out what your purpose is, because a lot of us are searching for something like super exciting and extreme like passion, but actually what gets us there is noticing what we're curious about. And then as you start acting on that curiosity, it starts to unfold and become stronger and stronger and stronger. And that's how we end up feeling super inspired about something or having an idea or a download drop in or realizing this is something I'm super passionate about. So curiosity is something we all can relate to. And yet it's also something that we kind of, when we do feel curious about things, we tend to sort of push aside and like not take notice of it. But I really believe that that is our soul talking to us. And when it comes to this situation where you've got a lot of fear and you're stepping into the unknown, a way to just bring that sense of lightness is also to remind yourself that from a place of curiosity, let's just see how this goes. Let's just just see where this ends up. Let's just take the step. Let's play with it. We don't need to... We don't need to commit to anything, right? We don't need to commit to anything super long-term. We don't need to add any more pressure to it or overwhelm. We're just going to take it one step at a time and we're just going to see. We're going to see, we're going to look with curiosity at why we made this decision and why we're here. And in fact, I also recommend that this is a really beautiful way to approach anything that you ever sign up for as well. So I'm talking here about working with coaches, about signing up for courses or certifications or I don't know, retreats, like anything that you sign up for that feels really big, especially when you're making a life pivot. 
when you sign up, you're going to feel like this is the best decision I could have made. You're going to feel really excited. And then you sign up and then you're going to feel afraid. You're going to feel like, oh no, I've made a commitment. Oh no, do I really, should I do this? Is this really worth it? Have I just invested too much? Am I silly at thinking that I could even live this life? Like who am I to go to there? All the doubts come up, right? And so, and that's normal because you've just up-leveled, right? And you've just taken that first step forward. So feel it and process it, but then also look with curiosity to discover why you're there. Because as we all know, once we've had the benefit of hindsight, we will discover why we are there. It will come through. We just have to trust ourselves. And it's just so like, it's so amazing because our mind thinks we're so fickle, right? It thinks like, yeah, we can have this really aligned download and this is what I want to do. And I'm so excited. And we get all this flow and signs around us that it's right. And then it's so fickle that it thinks that just once push comes to shove and we take that step, we're then it's we've then just realized that this isn't the right step for us. But of course, there's no way <laughs> that we would know that. We haven't actually taken the step. We haven't given it a red hot go. We haven't just seen with curiosity. We haven't given ourselves the space with curiosity to discover why we're there. That requires space and time. And maybe the reasons why you signed up initially are actually different to the reason why your soul actually led you there. So that could be in that situation, signing up for courses, etc. Or it could be making a big life decision or life pivot like I was doing. So I just thought it was so fascinating going through this process because the cycle that we all go through whenever we're up-leveling or pivoting or stepping into the unknown or taking a big step into a better future for ourselves, it's always the same. Inspiration, alignment, recognition that this is right through external cues showing up for you and then actually moving forward and then feeling the fear, second guessing everything, going into it, like spiraling <laughs> into wondering why on earth you've done this. And that's why whenever I make big decisions, I love to acknowledge them to myself and also to some people that I trust. And this is to give me accountability to keep moving forward. And I do love to do it in a public way. It's always helped me. So for instance, like sharing that I'm going to Byron Bay or when I quit alcohol for a year in 2017, I shared all that publicly and that helped me to keep moving forward. This is different to what I was talking about before where I said, I uh, I also agreed not to talk about starting my business. That was from a different place. One is for accountability and it's from people you trust or you know that when you tell them you'll want to like carry it, move forward with it. The, the, the second one, which was what I spoke about first, is when you talk and you get validation as if you've already taken the step but you haven't taken it. So two different things, but kind of show up in similar ways. 
Anyway, so here I am. I finally arrive at the airport. I've had a really stressful morning. I felt super afraid, second guessing my entire decision, feeling silly, feeling guilty. And then once I got through the, you know, um, checking in my bag, which always brings up fear for me because it reminds me of all the times when I was a child, I traveled on my own and there were issues and I felt really scared about this. The I don't know. I don't even know what I was scared about, but you know, it feels scary to have all these people being really stern around you. So anyway, once I got through that, I'm through security, I'm sitting down, having some lunch, then I'm at the gate and I'm back in the airport and the airport doesn't have as many people as I remember. It's a lot calmer. Every, there's a lot more space. There's cute little signs saying, you know, we're so glad you're back. And then I was able to start seeing something other than my fear and all the reasons why I shouldn't. So there was an opening and I start to realize, hey, I'm in the airport. And hey, yes, it has been a long time. It's been a year. And hey, this is different to what I remember. It's slower. It's actually quite nice to have all of this space. And so then I start to feel a little bit more comfortable. And then I take my flight and I feel nice and comfortable on the flight. All of the decision makings behind me. I'm now on my way. I'm definitely going. This is where this is what I'm doing. I'm doing it now. And the fear is getting less and less and less. And then I arrive in Byron Bay and I arrive and I feel really safe. I feel like this is where I need to be. I get an Uber. My Uber driver is just beautiful, a a very unlikely connection with someone. Someone, if my mind was looking at and judging, would have said you wouldn't have anything in common. Instead, I asked a couple of questions about how he enjoyed living here and what it was like. And then we got into this beautiful conversation just, it was really deep. It was all about, you know, what we should really learn at school. And we were talking about like the importance of learning how to manage conflict and relationships. And it just was unfolding. I was just the witness of where it was going. And it was this beautiful conversation. And I've had so many conversations like that, where they've been deep and personal and beautiful and philosophical and with complete strangers, most notably my Uber drivers. And that's been really, really fun. So right from the get-go, that conversation that I had, I felt like this is obviously where I'm meant to be. I'm just feeling so comfortable and safe and This person is really, you know, picking up on my vibes. You know, I was having a really great conversation with a complete stranger and the first person that I was really connected to. So that was a really good sign of where I was going and the uh, my my energy as well and what I was attracting. So then I arrived at my Airbnb, and as many of you have now seen photos of it over on Instagram because I shared quite a lot once I arrived here. It's such a beautiful space. It's this two-story space. And it's called a studio, but it's really like 
quite a large building. It's not a fully equipped Airbnb. Um, however, it does have a fridge and like a stove top. And so between those two things, I can get away with cooking all the meals that I want to make. And then it has upstairs this really, really beautiful area. It has like kind of a lounge room and then an, and it's like a studio, like an open um, bedroom with the lounge room next to it. And it's just decorated in this beautiful vintage style. It's really quirky and eccentric. It's lovely. There's a swing. There's a um, there's a branch where you hang all of your clothes. It's just really beautiful and actually quite Bali-esque, which I think is fascinating because one of the places I was meant to go in 2020 was to Bali to do my yoga teacher training. And I wanted to spend about six months there and I was really excited to do that. And I've been looking at Bali uh, throughout the all the pandemic to see you know, whether it's going to open up and when I might be able to go next. And so it was really interesting for me to arrive in this place that my mind was like, oh, I don't know about staying there. But my inner voice was like, yeah, stay there. Like as soon as it saw it, it was like, this is the one. And so the wallpaper has like these beautiful palm trees and there's they've got cushions with palm trees and there's palm trees inside and, it, and there's the beautiful swing. And it just all reminds me of Bali, which is really comforting as I walk in and I've just had this really emotionally charged morning. So then what I love to do whenever I arrive in a new place is I really love to go check out the surrounding area. I like to find my local grocery place. I like to um, set up my space. So I love to fully unpack. I like to set up all my things. And then I like to make sure I've got, you know, enough food and that I just know where everything is. And if there's anything that I need, I sort of write a list so that I can make sure I get that. So I had a a Google search and found the closest supermarket, which is an IGA. And what's so interesting is that in Byron Bay, there are so many local brands. So it's like anything that you could want, there is a local brand for that. They're also really health focused and very conscious. The sustainability efforts are huge here. The citizens are really active in all of the politics here and with the council. And there's a lot of like free thinkers, very creative um, and and also like a beautiful uh, cross section of people, too. There's, you know, city siders, there's country people, there's there's just there's something for everyone, all ages. It's really, really lovely. So I go to the IGA, which is like, you know, a commercial supermarket and in the IGA, it's full of local brands and it has a huge health aisle. So usually in like a supermarket here in Australia, the health food aisle will have like a small aisle. It's usually like half an aisle in, so let's say one aisle has, you know, both sides. It's usually like one side and half of it. But here in Byron Bay, the health food aisle has two aisles either side, full of health food. So it's got everything you can think of and it's amazing. It's not even like a huge store. Um, But yes, it does. It's full of all the things that I needed to set myself up. I was amazed because anything that I thought would be kind of hard to get, I was just able to get immediately. 
that afternoon after arriving. So I also found around the corner there was an organic warehouse for this organic uh, grocery store that I loved last time I was here in Byron Bay. And so whenever you're in a new space, it's always nice when you see familiar things as well. That helps me to feel more comfortable, to feel safe. And so setting myself up with my groceries and just unpacking my things in my new space always helps me to feel more settled and um, comfortable and safe, which is something that I really, really crave to feel. So as I was walking to IGA and to this organic place, I was then just looking around at the space around me, like on the streets, and I noticed there's lots of little like boutiques. So where I'm staying is in an industrial area in Byron Bay. So it's not in the town center. It's just out of it. It's like a 10 minute drive to the town or a 45 minute walk, which I've done many times. And um, and and it's in this industrial area. It's now quite a hub for boutiques and for just cool cafes and health and wellness studios. You know, like yoga studios and gyms and all of that sort of thing. So as I'm walking around, I can smell cookies in the air from the local Byron Bay Cookie Company. Um, I can also smell beautiful jasmine because there's so much jasmine around. The stillness in the air is really notable. Um, I feel just, there's just so much space. So it it remind it even outdoors. It reminded me a lot of Bali, uh, with the palm trees and just some of the noises and just some of the places around me reminded me of being in Changu, particularly. Uh, except there's a lot more space, right? Because it's 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 very open here. And so then there's like brand names like BU Film. And I'm also noticing all of these sustainable brands that I love uh, because I try to shop sustainably in terms of any new clothes that I buy. I also like to look for like ethically made jewelry. And a lot of the brands that I've been buying um, while I've been in Sydney have actually been Byron Bay based. And as I'm walking around, I'm seeing these places. So I'm like, wow, I am definitely in the right space. And it's so weird because I didn't intend to be here and I didn't go out looking for Byron Bay brands. It's just like what's naturally unfolded. And so I get myself set up. I'm feeling really good about the space. I'm able now to see already why I'm here. I'm taking beautiful photos of the sunsets and of my space and sharing it with everyone over on Instagram and having conversations. And it just feels so, 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 so good to be here. And so even just that same day. So in the morning, I was afraid and second guessing everything I was doing. And then in the evening, I was just sitting there thinking how glad I am that I'm here. And I already know partly why I'm here. That's just in the space of a day. So like 12 hours. And that was me on the other side of moving forward through the step that I was afraid to face, which was just getting on the flight and going. So I think that this is a really beautiful example again of what happens whenever we're taking a leap, whenever we're taking that step. This is what's going to happen. And so even if we do decide that something's not for us, it's better that we make that decision after we've taken the step and given ourselves enough space to sort of understand why we're here because there is a reason you're there, otherwise you wouldn't have made that decision. 
And I just think we don't give ourselves enough credit, right? Like we we immediately go to second guessing our decision making and our connection to our inner voice. And we just don't give ourselves enough credit. Like we made that from a place of alignment. So of course, there's a reason why you're there and it's important that you're there and that you've taken that step. So this was a really beautiful example. Now, what I also love to do when I arrive in a new place is to also set myself up with a routine. So I like to look at, you know, what sort of time do I want to wake up and go to sleep? Um, I like to set myself up with a little like morning and evening ritual. I like to research local yoga studios or massage places or anything else that I fancy. And I also like to know which country I'm on in um, Australia. So that's the our Aboriginal country. I like to know whose country I'm on. And um, also where there's walking tours available, I also love to set one of those up. <laughs> on this trip, I'm doing it a little bit reverse. I'm doing a walking tour. It's actually with an Aboriginal woman. Um, all about the from all about um, Bunjalong country, which I'm really excited about. Um, however, I have done my own walking tours, a lot of walking, and it's just a beautiful way to to have your feet on the ground in a new space and just to become get your bearings for this space. Also, get some movement in. And, um, and also be able to obviously like see the space. So I love, love, love just walking around a new space, particularly where it's somewhere where you feel safe to do that. And in Byron Bay, you certainly are. It's a very, it it just has a very safe uh, feeling here. So I had so many beautiful conversations. Pretty much everyone I encountered has been chatting to me, which is really nice. And I don't know if it's because that's something that is just typical of being in Byron Bay. It probably is because Sydney ciders tend to be a lot more closed off. Um, But also I think it's just energetically, my energy is quite open for those conversations. So I'm just making sure that when I go somewhere, I don't have my headphones in, Um, you know, I look people in the eyes and, but I also just allow the conversation to naturally happen. I don't go in being like, I need to have a conversation with someone. And that's been really, really nice. I've also, um, of course, uh, had a look at all the local cafes and just which ones are whole food cafes, which ones am I drawn to and have gone to do some work or just have a meal and just chill there and be surrounded by people. I get a lot of energy from that. So I really, really love it. So from all of this, what I have learned is that to follow, of course, my inner voice, but secondly, how helpful a change of scenery is for my inspiration. Almost from the moment that I arrived in this space, I went from not feeling inspired to feeling really inspired about so many different things. It was, it's like, and actually someone who had written a review for the Airbnb before I had booked it had said uh, she came here for three weeks and it was the reset to her year that she needed. And that's exactly how I feel going into this space. Like, I don't even know how long I'm going to travel for. I have no idea what's happening uh, next, but I do know that I'm here for a reason. It's a beautiful, creative, inspiring place. 
And having a change of scenery in a space that inspires me has brought all of this extra creative juice and inspiration and perspective into my life, into my business, into my relationship with Lou, into my friendships. And that is worth everything. Like I always say that we should think of our holidays as investments in the business because of the role they play in inspiration and also creating space to receive inspiration. And that is exactly what has unfolded in the short time that I've been in Byron Bay. It has been worth everything as an investment into both my life and into my business. So apart from being inspired and enjoying lots of flowy moments like being given an electric bike to ride for a whole day and hanging out with some people at the beach or walking all along the beach to get to the main town, getting kind of lost and then realizing, hey, I can find a way that is better than the way I'm going to walk to town that isn't on a main road and is instead somewhere nicer and then just following my inner voice and arriving on a beach and realizing that the whole beach connects all the way up for 40 minutes. Basically, I can go on a walk for 40 minutes all along a beach rather than walking for 40 minutes along a main road and feeling so excited about that. I also flowed into going to a beautiful women's circle and was connected to all of these amazing people on International Women's Day. And it was all about feminine leadership, which was a super cool topic to feel into. Um, I've had people who live in the area that I didn't even know live in the area get in contact. I've caught up up with um, one of Lou's cousins who is amazing and her partner. And so I've been getting all of these like insider, local insider information on living here and being here. And people keep assuming that I'm also living here. And so I have no idea. I don't know what's going to happen, but right now it feels really good to be here. And it also feels good not to have made any decisions about what's happening next. And I've also used my time here to focus on some healing. So I have been blessed with so many incredible people either based here in Byron Bay who are incredible healers or drawing from my own incredible client team who are full of amazing coaches and healers and also my counsellor and coach squad from back in Sydney, I have had this amazing support team of women around me who have been helping me to focus on all of the different issues that came to my awareness through this process of up-leveling. So I'll definitely keep you all updated on what continues to unfold as I'm on this journey. In our next episode, we will be back with some more business-related podcast episode, which I'm really excited to dive into because with all of this inspiration, I've had so many ideas drop in to share with you all. And I'm really, really excited to share those. So definitely stay in touch. And otherwise, come and hang out with me over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and let me know what resonated for you. Continue the conversation. I love, 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 love hearing from you all. And if you're not 
in the holistic business community, make sure you are. It's at you can sign up at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash community. And the reason for that is, apart from the fact that there's great conversation going on in there, is that I am going to be running some holistic business trainings again for you all to help you to not only look after yourself as the human behind your business, but also to support you as you move forward and create that thriving, sustainable and aligned business that you desire and also deserve. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. If anyone is feeling drawn to Byron Bay, I can highly recommend it. I'll make sure that I share my recommendations uh, after I've had a little bit more time to experience the place. And otherwise, I'll definitely keep sharing over on Instagram all of my little adventures. Thanks for listening and I will see you in our next episode. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.